Degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's going on, brother? Oh man, happy to be here. Uh, I'm still a little, little under the weather, but uh, you know, this is the sacrifices we make to be able to get people out premium picks. You know what I mean? Sometimes even when you're sick, you just know that when you got the goods, you got to send it out there. Nobody questions your dedication, that's for sure. You're a number one scoring option in NBA 2K, and you're a uh, you're a, a fine number two chair sitter on this very show. I, I like to look at it like 1A, 1B, um, but that's cool. I mean, make me feel bad. Well, you know, it, it just is what it is. You know, I don't make up the rules. Yeah. I just kind of play kind of play. That's true. It. Okay. All right. But listen, man, I cannot believe that it's already week 15. You know, it's this is nuts. We got three more weeks left. And then we're talking playoffs. This is unbelievable. The season has absolutely flew by. Yeah, it's um, it's been a very, very fast season. Um, and I feel like we say this every single time that you know the NFL starts getting to the end. It's it's crazy. Um, but I think that's what betting does, right? I mean, it speeds everything up. It it takes it at light speed. You know, the the combination of of betting and fantasy football and and podcasting and you know everything. I I think it just it 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 puts the puts it into overdrive a little bit, and 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 that's just kind of what it is. But I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited for some playoff football too. Yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely nuts. And your Eagles, sir, the ones that cannot win the Super Bowl, according to Mr. John Hyslop, are now second. They're the second betting favorite to win the Super Bowl, four to one. Yeah. Um and I think if you go to a couple places, they they still might be number one. I'm if not, not sure. I could be I could be making that up, but they should be number one. I I, I disagree. But uh, <laughs> I do wanna I do wanna share some news. So uh, last week, when we had uh, slop rules on the show, we gave out a plus 700 or plus 750 play for the Detroit Lions to make the playoffs. That is currently sitting at less than three to one, plus 270. So that thing has, you know, more than doubled in value just in, in the course of one game. I mean, is slop yep. on to something here? Is this the good Lions? Yeah, I mean, I think – Absolutely right. If you are anybody in the NFC right now, you don't you don't want to be on the other side of the Detroit Lions right now. I, I don't care, you know, other than maybe the Eagles because you already do have a win and because you've been a, probably a top five team offensively and defensively this year. Your your confidence is sky high. But if you're anybody else, I don't think you want to be on the other side of that team. I, I, why would you? Yeah, that, no, that team's uh, yeah. They're starting to click, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh yeah, so I, I really, really like where I'm I'm sitting with that that future. I hadn't played that until Slop came on the show. I played it on the air and I'm loving life, man. That'll that'll be a nice little cash if we can get it home. Yeah, and I think uh we were on that at the beginning of the year too, right? We were on the, the Detroit Lions over um for futures bets. I, I know that you have it all written down um where we were at early on, but I mean we were we were big into them. Um you know I knew that when we talked about it and we were going over and going through everything uh, with that team, the biggest thing for them was going to be health. And, you know, when they were beat up a little bit, they weren't winning football games. I mean, they lost, what, six in a row, something like that. It was something crazy. But, uh, you know, once they got healthy and they got Swift back and, 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 and you know, Amon Ra comes back, the freaking sun god, 
they've they've been you know almost untouchable. I mean the team the team is legit. The team knows what it's doing. Um, Campbell has a a a very good game plan for each game, and they execute really well. And I think it's been a little bit of an emergence as well for for Jared Golf. Um, he doesn't look like somebody who uh, you know you're looking to a hundred percent that you have to replace. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying that. You know he's a top ten guy, but do you have to replace him now? I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe you go out and you get a couple more pieces on the defensive side of the football now, and and you're looking to really compete over the next two years. Yeah, I mean, this has been a a, a stretch of games where he may have you know have been saving his job, winning five out of the last six with the only loss, a close loss on Thanksgiving to Buffalo. I mean, I think he's given the 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 fans in Detroit a reason to come out to the to the ball game and. uh you know, a reason to keep him, keep him under center. So uh, I really like this, this Detroit lions team. And if this, if this future cashes, I may send slop a shirt. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll get him an out of bounds shirt. Right. I was, I was going to say a lion shirt, but yeah, an out no. of bounds shirt would be good too. Out of bounds. Yes. But, uh, maybe we'll yeah, send him both. Who knows? I, uh, it depends if you bet it too, you know? We're, oh yeah. Uh, I don't want to yeah, take away yeah, all my yeah. profit. So. <laughs> all right, man, we got three games tomorrow. I mean, this is this is going to be a great day, and it starts off with my Indianapolis Colts. They are three-and-a-half-point road dogs heading to Minneapolis, taking on the Vikes. Uh, the total is 47-and-a-half. You can have the Colts on the money line at plus 172, or you can lay a buck 90 with the Vikes. Where are you looking here? Well, I think, uh, I think that this is kind of a game – We've seen Minnesota slip a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that this is a game that they kind of, um, you know, I know that they only have one loss over the last couple of weeks, but they haven't looked great, right? Um, they absolutely should have lost the game to the Jets. They barely pulled one out in New England. They got trounced by Dallas, and they realistically got trounced by Detroit too. Um, but I think that this team is, is they are a good team. You know what I mean? You you are what your record says, and and you know I, I'm I'm a big proponent of that, and I I think that this team is a much better team than Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think at three and a half, you know the normal the normal thing that you look at for teams getting points wise is three points at home, right? So you know you look at. You look at this; they're saying a half point game here. I don't. I I think that this is a much bigger game than that. Um, I'm actually I actually feel pretty good about Minnesota here, kind of getting right. It's a Saturday game. I still don't believe that that is considered prime time for for Mr. Kirk Cousins. Um, so I, I think Kirky and the boys kind of get get right a little bit this game. I think they run the ball well here, and uh, they're they're sitting pretty good after this game. I think this should have been more closer to like six and a half, maybe maybe seven. Um, so I'm I'm gonna throw a unit here on on the Vikes minus the three and a half. Agreed, sir. I am uh, I'm doing two units. I'm not messing around with the, the spread here. I'm a square guy in the NFL, so I you know gonna be playing the money line. Two units minus one ninety. Um, you know I I have watched a lot of Colts football. Not impressed. And uh, you know now in the news you got Jeff Saturday clamoring for the job that he actually wants it. And I can't wait to run this guy out of town. Um, I am not impressed whatsoever uh, with this this Colts team. We have problems everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And, um, you know, the defense hasn't been as good as advertised. Uh, we've seen a, a big step back 
in Jonathan Taylor Taylor this year. And I don't think that's on him. I think that's on the offensive line. We kind of talked about that preseason. Um, Matt Ryan looks really, really old. Not a lot of weapons in the throw game except for Pittman. I just I, I cannot see how the Colts can muck this thing up enough um, and make the game messy enough where they hang in there. So um, it feels like Minnesota or nothing. Um, I'm, I'm just going to be taking the Vikes here and, and hoping to get the four o'clock with a, a winner in hand. So, um, yeah. yep. Moving on next, we've got the Baltimore Ravens heading to Cleveland. They are a two and a half point dog. Uh, the uh, total is 38 and a half or 39, depending on which way you want to play it. You can have the Ravens on the money line plus 132, or you can have the Browns minus 145. I do have a play on this one that I feel strongly about, but let me hear yours first. Yeah. Um, I, I, for some reason, I just, I have an inkling that we're going to be on the opposite sides here. Um, but I, I'm going Cleveland here. Yep. We're on um, opposite sides. <laughs> um, I, I like Cleveland here. I, I think Deshaun Watson is kind of getting back to form. It's going to ca- take a couple weeks. Um, but he looked better in that Cincinnati game as it got deeper into the game. Um, he's kind of learning that offense still, learning the pieces around him. Um, I think the best thing for him right now is to go against a team like the Ravens who are kind of down and out right now. Um, I know they barely beat Pitt last week and, and you know, Denver. It's They're not the same team when Lamar's not out there. Um I don't believe in in Tyler Huntley. I don't believe in anybody except that, um, you know, Lamar Jackson is 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 already deemed out for the game. So offensively, they're going to be much less of a team than what you'd expect from Baltimore. Uh, with that being said, their defense has not been good this year either. They've been. Um, I, I know that they played better over the last couple of weeks, but. I mean, Denver has been terrible offensively all year, and Kenny Pickett went down early in the game last week. So, you know, the game before that, Jacksonville, I mean, they gave up 27 or 28 points to Jacksonville. Um, The defense isn't good. They're not great in these types of games, um, in my opinion. I just think that Cleveland is trending upward. I think they're, you know, they're still beat for the season, but I think that this is the week we start to see some positive things out of, uh, out of Deshaun and, and, and guys like Chubb. Um, I'm actually expecting a big game and I'm going to be on some overs in uh, the Amari Cooper world as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that to kind of get um, a lot of passes to go his way this week as well. So um, I'm going to go money line for a unit and a half on Ooh. Cleveland Browns. All right. Uh, I like your, I like your Amari Cooper play, but I like Donovan Peoples Jones more if I, if I was uh, going to be betting a prop and I will, I actually have already locked in Donovan Peoples Jones over 46 and a half yards uh, receiving, but on the, the side here, I'm taking the Ravens plus the two and a half. Uh, looks like Huntley is, uh, he was practicing uh, fully this week. Um, I hope that he got cleared by the independent neurologist that, you know, all that concussion protocol, I believe he did. And he's going to be going to be playing, but uh, we talked a little bit about the Baltimore defense or, or you did. And um, since acquiring Ro- Roquan Smith, they've only been allowing 55 yards per game on the ground. Um, so that's 2.8 yards per rush over the last, I think six games or something like that. So 
Uh, the Browns, you know, while they've been working Deshaun Watson back into form, they've been running the ball a lot. They've been leaning on Chubb in the game. And um, I think the Ravens can take that away. I don't think Deshaun is anywhere close to the Deshaun we remember from two years ago. And I'm happy to take the Ravens here as a dog. I'd play them on the money line. So I really like the Ravens to get it done tomorrow. And um, I, I, I hope I'm right on this one, buddy. But I, I, I think uh, I think I am. So um, next up, sir, the Miami Dolphins heading to Buffalo as a seven-point dog. The total is 43.5 or 44. You can have the Dolphins on the money line plus 270, or you can lay three bucks with the Bills. What are you doing? Yeah, I think um... – uh, this is definitely a game I'm excited to watch, right? Uh, this was um, one of the best games of the season earlier on. Um, and I, I just don't I, I don't see in everything that, you know, we've seen so far from these two teams. I don't see where um, where they're getting seven from uh, a whole touchdown. I think it has been really bad. Maybe that's it. It, it could be. Um, he's definitely played at a lower level the last couple games. But, I mean, I just don't – I don't believe in seven. Um, they've played two pretty tough defenses the last couple weeks um, since Houston. I mean, San Fran is – I mean, they, they look otherworldly defensively right now. Um, I know we just watched them Thursday night. Uh, we were both on them, I believe. And, uh, you know, they, they handle business, you know – this this Thursday, um, the Chargers game was weird to watch. Um, I don't know if you There's got no to actually rhythm. see. It. No, there wasn't. It was it was weird. They looked off. They looked off kilter. Um, but I mean, there's nothing like a, a Saturday night game to kind of get you get you pumped up a little bit. I mean, it's kind of like a prime time game. Um, I expect the Bills to win this game. Honestly, uh, I really do. But I think seven is just too much. I, I think I'm. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Uh, I mean, the Miami Dolphins can beat anybody. And I think when you are, you know, capping and, and you're putting numbers on games, unless there's a an injury to a quarterback or something like that, teams that can beat anybody, I don't think ever should be a touchdown or more. Um, even if this was six and a half, that would throw a big wrench into it. But they gave you that extra little hook for the seven. Um I, I, you know what? I, I'm on the Dolphins here for a half unit. I don't feel great about it because I think you know Buffalo is is the real deal as well. Um, but I, I just think Miami's the type of team that can beat anybody at any time, any given Sunday, really. And uh, giving them a whole touchdown is just it seems like a lot. So yeah, half I mean, unit with the points. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode that you were on with with High Slop, but we talked a little bit about what a psychopath. Uh, McDermott is and how you don't want to fight yeah. him, right? That yeah, you know, yeah. he would he would give you the weapon and kick your ass. Yeah. I, I, I think we're right here. I, I don't think the seven matters. I think he wants to go out there and blow the doors off a struggling Miami team. Uh they're playing their third true road game uh in a row on a short week. I I don't see at all how the Dolphins can keep this thing close if Tua continues to play the way he's been. I mean he's just been he's been bad. And I mean yeah. he's got tunnel vision when it comes to Tyreek. Uh, Tyreek wasn't healthy, uh, you know, the last time uh, that we saw him. Um, and yet he piled up the targets. And you've got Jalen Waddle out there who you think would be able to win those one on one battles with all the attention on Tyreek. And, and he was a no show. And I know that because yep. I had his over receiving yards. So I, I was keeping a pretty close eye on Jalen Waddle and his production. 
which was slim to none. It was surprisingly none left low. Down. Yeah, it was, yes. it was bad. So um, I'm holding a little bit of a grudge here. I really like Buffalo, though, minus the seven. Um, if you're not comfortable with the spread, this could be a nice um, uh, teaser leg. You know, you get a home team. Yep. You cross a lot of key numbers. Uh, you get this thing to one. Um, you know, shop around. If there's a, a rogue six and a half here, then suddenly you've got a money line play on Buffalo, and that feels pretty good. So absolutely, uh, for the sake of the show, I'm betting Buffalo straight here minus seven. Um, but I would look to bet this game in other ways for sure. Yeah. Next up, sir, the Sunday slate. Let it begin. The Atlanta Falcons, four-point dogs, heading down to New Orleans. The total, 43 and a half. Uh, you can have the Falcons on the money line plus one seventy-eight, or the Saints. You can lay a buck ninety, and we looks like we we're, we're going to have Devin Riddler here, right? Yeah, Desmond Riddler. Yeah, whatever, um, I don't man. know who Devlin Riddler is, but <laughs> Devin Riddler. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but it yeah. sounds cool. Um, maybe it's his cousin or something. I don't know. Um, but Desmond Riddler's going to start, and I'm super guy? excited about that. Yeah. The um, yeah. So here's here's my thing, and 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 we've we've talked about this before. Um, you know, anytime you get a quarterback in there, a quarterback in there who can start, who doesn't have film on him, you take him. Um, I think that this is, it's not an egregious matchup between these two teams. Um, I don't think the Falcons and the Saints are that far away from each other. So it's not like the Falcons are going in there against, you know, Buffalo or going in there against the birds for game one against them. You know what I mean? Um, the Saints defense isn't great. The, the Falcons' offense is okay. Um, both of these teams are kind of bottom feeders this year. And uh, I think that this is a perfect opportunity for us. Um, I'm, I've been excited to watch the Riddler all year. So um, I think I had him week – I think like week eight or week nine I said he was going to be the starter. Um, took a little bit longer to get Mariota out of there. But um, I'm really excited. Um, I've been very excited to watch this guy – uh, since he got drafted by them. So um, I'm actually, for a half unit here, I'm on the uh, Falcons' money line. Um, I, I think that this is a a smart play here with the Falcons. I think that they are a better team overall than the Saints. I think the Saints have a lot of issues uh, on both sides of the ball that are um, – that are very detrimental to them winning games, even like this. And uh, not to mention, but I, I too have a grudge just as, as you do on these saints. Um, I mean, we got this Eagles have the Saints first round draft pick, baby. I, I need them to keep losing these games. We're, we're projected top five right now um, for their pick. And, and, and I would love it if they lost another game here. Um, I'm on the Falcons here for, for a half unit on the money line. I, I give me the 170. I think that they win this game outright. You want to win a half unit? Is that no half half unit on the money line? Oh, money line, right, right, right. Okay, cool. yeah, nice. I uh, I'm going to join you because this kind of fits our our scheme of the uh, you know take the take the new quarterback with no film. If anybody listens to the show or has listened to the show, that's one of our one of our rules, and it certainly fits the bill here. So I'm going to join you. It's kind of a, a blind thing. I don't have any great analysis to go with it, but I I think that Ritter. Um, you know, he's elusive and uh, he's, he's a, you know, his legs are a weapon. And um, I think he can run the scheme that that uh, Atlanta, you know, with the pistol and the somewhat of a read option team there. I think he can can run that because he, he performed very well, uh, you know, with Cincinnati in college. In fact, you know, took a 
took that team to the the college national playoffs, which you know, small school in Cincinnati. I mean, they they uh, they were the uh, David versus the Goliath there, and I really like that kid. So I'm with you on Atlanta. I'll take it on the money line because you know you're not living if you're not. So why take the points? Leave them on the table. Bingo. Next up, bingo. Next up, sir, your Philadelphia Eagles are nine-point road favorites heading to Soldier Field, taking on the Chicago Bears. Total is 48-and-a-half. You can have the Eagles on the money line, minus 390, or the Bears, plus 335. Justin Fields is back. What are we doing? Yeah, I think um, – I, I mean, I love I love the birds here. Um, I think they absolutely get out of here with a win. Nine's kind of a lot, right? Um it's 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 weird to see a number as high as nine when the Eagles um, are looking at the Dallas Cowboys the following week. Um, it's it's a it's a difficult thing. Most of the time, I would consider this a, a trap game, and I would uh, probably bet on the Bears. The issue is is that the Philadelphia Eagles are not built that way. They are not built. For trap games, they're not built to look ahead, and you know you you see all the stuff with with Mika Parsons and stuff that he came out this this week and talking about is it the offense is it or is it hurts you know is he really an MVP or are they just that good offensively blah blah blah. Um, I know you know Sims the the son came out and said yeah this team wouldn't look that much different if Gardner Minshew was out there. Listen, I don't care about any of that, but the most important thing about that is that neither do the Eagles. When asked about that, they said, I don't know, we, we play the Bears this week. I mean, this team has been absolutely laser-focused since week one. Um, their only loss this year was that fumble, you know, fumbled game that they had against Washington, which they had a lot of bad calls. I mean, that was one of the most egregiously bad called game that, you know, a lot of people saw. And You sound like a real Eagles fan right now, sir. Yeah, but it, it's true. It's not. It's true. It's true. Um Either way, that was that's their only fumble this year. Every other week, they've been fantastic. Um, I expect Fields to kind of show them something that they haven't really seen thus far in a true scrambling quarterback. Um, and for that, I I I do like his his overs. I know that you've you know covered a few mortgage payments this year on on his overs for rushing and attempts alone, but. Um, I think he probably gets there this this week as well. The issue that that I'm looking at is is he going to be able to turn those into scores? Um, I don't see that happening. I don't see this defense giving it up. Um, Chase Claypool's already been ruled out for the game, uh, so I mean they're they're down a man already. I don't I don't believe in. I know the Eagles, you know, earlier on were kind of getting chunked on the ground, but since they've they've gotten Jordan Davis back, they've been really, really tough against the ground. I mean, they gave up 30 yards to Derrick Henry a couple weeks ago. Uh, this team's going to be really, really tough to score on on Sunday. And as good as the Bears' defense has been, which has been – they've been decent. They've, they've been able to muck up games enough. Um, this is probably the most high-powered offense that, that they're going to see. You know what I mean? Um I don't think that they've played anybody. I mean, you look at who they played over the last five. They gave up 28 to the Green Bay Packers, 31 to the Jets, 27 to Atlanta, 31 to Detroit, 35 to Miami. I mean, they're giving up points. 
And this is probably the best offense that they're going to see. And the Eagles offense can attack you in three different ways. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you want to do. So I expect the Eagles to score. And I just don't think Chicago is going to be able to actually keep getting into the end zone enough. So I'm actually going to throw a unit here on the Eagles minus the nine. Yeah, um, you can have uh, you can have eight and a half with that. Take at several shops. Looks like uh, MGM. They're they suck, but they've got an eight and a half there. Uh, looks like points bet has one as well. So they haven't banned me yet. So you might as well play it there. But uh, yeah. I'm on the other side. I like the Bears in the nine. I also like a quarter unit on the money line here, plus three thirty-five over Bet Rivers. Um, and you know what I'm about to say doesn't help my case, but it looks like Mooney is out as well. Um, so both of his top two targets are uh, going to be sitting this one out. So um, I would look to Cole Komet receiving yards over Cole. 35 and a half. Yeah, baby. Golden Domer, old Notre Dame boy yep. out there catching passes. I like his overs 35 and a half. I like EQ, the other Notre Dame wide out at 23 and a half and David Montgomery, 14 and a half. All those uh, receiving lines are looking pretty sweet to me. Um I like the Bears more as a, a, a prop play. Uh, I love I love yeah. betting. You know, you know, Fields is over. Uh, rushing attempts, I think, is nine and a half. Rushing yards is 70 and a half. Anytime touchdown, whatever that is, probably two to one. I, I don't have it here in front of me. But um, I think all that equates to a backdoor Chicago cover. Nine is a ton. And uh, like you said and alluded to, that this, this Philadelphia team, it is a look-ahead spot. I don't care what they say in the media um, or, you know, how – Jordan Mailata answers the the reporters that, oh, you know, we're focused on the Bears this week. Fine. But, you know, when you're up two touchdowns late in the fourth, you can let off the gas for one drive for, you know, one magical backdoor touchdown. That's all it takes, Kyle. To, yeah, we don't no, have to listen, I agree with you. The problem is, and then where we disagree, is that I don't think that this game is going to be within two touchdowns after the first quarter. I think that this is going – the Eagles can absolutely destroy this defense, and they're known for getting out to fast starts. Yeah, they I mean, sure are. So I think I, – I, I like where your head's at. The difference between, I think, our philosophy in this game is that at the end of the game you think it's a two-touchdown game, and I think it's more of a like a 28-point game. Okay. So well, that's that's where, if, our, our, where, where we separate. If that's the case, then I'm hoping for some back backdoor uh, receiving props to come in. But I, I do think I'm that Chicago cool that. can. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you are. But I, I think I think Chicago covers this game for sure. Next okay. up, sir, because I'm I'm tired of talking about the Eagles. <laughs> Next up, the Dallas Cowboys. They are four point road favorites heading to Jacksonville, and uh, the total is 48 or 47 and a half is hanging. If you want an over, uh, the Cowboys are minus 195 on the money line. Uh, the Jags, you can have it plus 185. So how are you playing this game down in Duval County? Um, well, as anybody who's listened to our show knows, um, we've been to Duval. And it's not really a home field advantage. <laughs> um, <laughs> we live about it every week, but it, it I know. sucks, man. I know. Um, there's, it, there's, there, you don't get a ton of people out there. Um and I was wearing you know, a Vikings jersey at a Chargers Jaguars game, and nobody yeah. said a word. I mean, no, 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 no. It's it was a weird, weird place. It's a weird yeah, place. yeah. I was wearing a Chargers jersey at a Jags Chargers game, and I didn't get a word said of me. So, um, God forbid you do that in Philly. You're gonna, you're gonna 
eat something at some point. There's going to be a, a, a rogue fist that comes your way. Um, but it, it doesn't really work down there. I mean, it's, it's a Florida lifestyle, right? I mean, these guys are, they're doing whatever they want down there. Um, with that being said, I, I don't trust Dallas in this game whatsoever. Um, they should have lost that game last week to Houston. Um, I, I don't think the only reason it didn't happen is because Houston couldn't get in the end zone. Um, that game should have been over. That's um, how you score points, you know, in yeah, the end zone. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But I mean, at the very end of the game, they were they were there in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't they couldn't bust in. If they bust in, that, that this team loses to Houston. Um, I think that this team is looking ahead. Um, they know that they're probably not going to get the number one seed at this point, right? They know that they're probably not going to win the East, but they're going to make the playoffs. And I think that they're looking for. Um, forward a little bit here to this Eagles game as, oh, well, we got Dak back now. This is going to be a different story. It's not Cooper Rush, who, by the way, Cooper Rush is a better fucking quarterback than Dak Prescott. <laughs> On the other hand, um, I think that this is the prime look-ahead spot, and I think Jacksonville getting four is huge here. Um, I think this should have been closer to three. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has looked really, really good lately. Yes, he is and developing nicely. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think is kind of going under the radar here is that Doug Doug Peterson, Dougie P, knows these Dallas Cowboys pretty damn well. Um, he played against them multiple times a year for many years while he was the you know the Eagles coach. Um, he knows Dak Prescott. He knows what he needs to do. He knows what he wants to do. Um, the biggest thing is going to be controlling the running game, right? And uh, I think that they're going to be able to do that. I think they um, they did it against Tennessee pretty well uh, after that first quarter. And um, I think I think Derrick Henry had like 96 yards in the first quarter and ended with like 130. So, I mean, after that first quarter, and it's not like they just coasted to a win either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jaguars came back and won that game. So I think, uh, I, I think Jacksonville's the play here. Um, I don't – Love them at the money line. Uh, I'm a little worried about that. So I'm just going to throw a quarter unit on the money line here for Jacksonville, but I'm going to throw um, half unit as well on the spread plus four. I like okay. that one much more. Your boy uh, Rory Picks just joined the chat here. Just in time he for is. him to hear you bet against his Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it a consensus play here. I'm taking the Jags plus the four as well. Um, We've got a, a, a Jaguars defense that's actually, um, you know, pretty good against the run. They're allowing 4.3 yards to carry this year. And uh, Trevor Lawrence has a higher QBR than Dak Prescott. I don't know if you knew that. Um, oh, I knew it. I, I'm sure you did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. That's an underrated point about, about Dougie P knowing this Cowboys team uh, from his, his tenure with the Birds. And uh, I just – I really like the Jaguars here. The Cowboys are certainly looking ahead. We We, you know – we saw that last week. I mean, they got mm-hmm. caught with their pants down against the the one-win Texans, and then mm-hmm. that game went right down to the wire. So I really like this Jaguar squad, and it looks like – actually, there's a rogue four-and-a-half at FanDuel, so I'm going to improve our position a pinch, and we'll uh, we'll bet it over there at FanDuel for, the, for this. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a winner. So guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're – 
once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Next up, sir, our favorite NFL team of, of the Out of Bounds show, the Detroit Football Lions are a one-point road favorite heading to East Rutherford, New Jersey, taking on the Jets and Zach Wilson. Hide your mothers, you know, when Zach Wilson's back. Oh, yes. Home. The total is 43 and a half or 44. You could have the Lions on the money line minus 110 or the Jets plus 105. This thing's a coin flip. Where are you going and why is it the Lions? Um, well, I think it's fucking stupid that it's, this is a one-point game. Um, I know the Jets' defense is legit, and I, I, I've been I, – I, you know, we've talked about it. Uh, I think Ian preseason, we were on the over for the Jets' win total as well. Um, I told you I liked them. Fine play, um, by the way. I made fun of you yeah. a little bit for that one. You did. You did. You made fun of me for that one and the Titans um, as well. Um, but, but I mean, I, I liked this Jets team. I think the defense has been fantastic this year. Um, I love what they do. The issue with the Jets is offensively, and offensively meaning Zach fucking Wilson. Um, when Mike White's out there, the team looks legit. Um, I think that this could be – I don't know if Mike White is a – legitimate franchise quarterback yet. Um, I'd love, I I'm so upset he's hurt because I would love to watch him the rest of the season. Um, I know that he's got a chance to come back next week, but I wanted, I just wanted to see week after week of Mike white. Um, but I mean, I guy goes out there and just slings it. Um, I'm out on Zach Wilson already. I, I don't think he's shown any improvement since he's been in the league. I think the guy, I mean, they look, he looks like, it, it's really hard, in my opinion, for quarterbacks to do this, but he looks like he's holding them back on the field. Like, you can look at it and go, ugh, there, that's Zach Wilson again. Oh, that, that's a bad throw. Oh, you misread that one. I mean, he you're watching him, and it's like, oh, my God. Figure it out. Like, quit worrying about fucking all these, you know, 42-year-old women and go read a playbook. Go watch some film. Do something. And I think that the fact that he's starting this game, if this was a Mike White team, I could see it being one. Wilson should have moved to like fucking six and a half. Um, I am all over Detroit here. This team is humming. Uh, they get back to 500. It, it, it fucking works perfectly for our, for everything that we have going on, all our futures bets. Um, I know that they are a team that can win the Super Bowl. Uh, according to to Mr. Slop. So um, you can't do that if you're not at least 500. So I, I think they get back there. Uh, I'm on 
uh, two units for the Lions here on the money line. All right. I'm in for a unit on the Lions money line as well. I think you said it all. It doesn't need to be, you know, we don't need to beat it with a dead horse, but, um, you know, Zach Wilson, he stinks. He's looking more like a bust every single day. And uh, I think that, that he's lost that locker room. Um, it, they just they just don't look very good. Now, the the one thing that, that I think keeps the Lions um, from running away with this is the, the Jets have a certainly a top 10 defense, if not top five. Uh, that is an underlooked, you know, unit in the NFL. Sauce Gardner is an absolute shutdown corner. I think he's going to be a, a stud for years to come. And, he, you know, he's one of those guys that can shut down an entire side of the field. So, um, you know, Amon Ra, they, they may have to look somewhere else. Um, but I'd still like the Lions to get it done here on the money line, minus 110 for a unit. Next up, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a three-point road dog heading to Carolina. That's a, a weird sentence. A three-point dog at Carolina. The total is 37. You can have the Steelers on the money line plus 130 where you can lay a dollar 41 with the Panthers. Are you going to bet this game or um, should we ignore it completely? Man, I would love to ignore this game, um, but yeah, that's can. not what it's we do. Question. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what we do. You know, we have to, um, <clears throat> I hate this game simply because Kenny Pickett's not playing. Yep. Um, and that's, that's the reason for the, for the spread. That's the reason for all of this. And, uh, you know, if Kenny Pickett was there, I think the spread's probably completely flipped. I think it's, you know, Pittsburgh's probably minus three coming in. Um, I know that they haven't named a starter yet. It looks like Pickett is doubtful. He's not completely ruled out yet, but it doesn't look good. I think it's going to be Rudolph. Um, I, is that, is, okay, I, I wasn't sure if they had named it, if it was Rudolph or, or you know, the other dickhead yet. Um, but either one. Yeah. yeah, they both suck. I don't I don't care. Yeah. Uh, so when I look at this, I have to look defensively. Um, Carolina has played well the last couple of weeks, but you look at what they played. They played Seattle, who's just reeling. They, they the team is that team has just fallen, fallen off. Um, and you know you, you play Denver, who's just been just just Terrible. bullshit. They've been yeah. bullshit. Um, I still can't believe that we had to watch five fucking weeks of, of Denver primetime football. But anyway, um, you know, they don't, they don't score a lot and this is going to be other than Denver. This is probably going to be the best defense that they've seen. Um, this Pittsburgh defense since getting TJ Watt back, uh, has been really, really good. Um, I, I, I feel like a lot of people here are going to be on Carolina just because, you know, they're, they've been looking a little bit better lately, especially with that run game. Um, Foreman and, and Hubbard have been really, really good lately. Um, but those holes close up really, really quick in Pittsburgh. And I think they're going to make uh, this game be about the arm of Sam Darnold or whoever is going to be playing quarterback, P.J. Walker, whoever's out there. Um, is it, yeah, so I, I don't care who it is. I don't think either one of them is going to change this game through the air. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take the points here with Pittsburgh, uh, for a half unit. Okay. I'm laying it with Carolina. Uh, Donald's actually played pretty well. He's played some clean games. Um, the last few weeks, uh, Donta Foreman has 400 yard games since week seven. Um, this team is, is starting to look good and they've only given up, I think 11 sacks since week six. So that, that line's been holding up. Um, I know TJ Watt is coming to town, but 
Uh, I think they can minimize his damage as well. So I like Carolina here. It feels kind of square. Uh, there's a two and a half at Bet Rivers. I will take that. And then you can play your three at points bet. And, um, you know, I hope you push and I win. So, yeah, next I'm up, sir. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, I mean, it's not going to happen, but oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Chiefs are 14 point road favorites heading down to Houston and those Texans, those pesky Texans. Uh, the total is 49 and a half. Um, if you're a psychopath, you can lay $8.35 on the Chiefs money line, or you can sprinkle the Texans at seven to one. What are you doing? Um, man, I, this, this is so much. There's so many points. Um, I, you know, when you look at spreads that are this high, you know, it's, it's like, it's looking at, can the team that is on the lower side possibly backdoor this? And I think that Houston is pesky enough to be able to do that. I think that they are a pesky enough team to be able to cover the 14. Um, you look at who the Chiefs have played the last five. Uh, they played Denver, which Denver actually held pretty well in that game. Uh, it was a little bit surprising. Yeah, Kansas City jumped out quick, and and Denver uh, Denver rallied. Yeah, I think um, there might have been a little bit of a uh, of a of a game plan shown by Denver on kind of how to attack this Chiefs defense a little bit. Um, but you know, it's that game was was a you know a seven point game, and then you got a well six point game, but then you got Cincinnati. They lost to two weeks ago by three. They played the Rams 26 to 10. I mean, that's, you know, the Chargers was a close game. Jacksonville was a close game. I mean, this Chiefs team is not a team that's blowing a ton of teams out. And this is going to be the worst team that they played, obviously, worst team in the league. But um, this this is a, a team that doesn't like to go away. This Texans team's a team that, you know, they run the ball with Pierce and they they keep it close. Um you know, Mills is is a guy who you just say, "Hey, don't kill us every week," um, and that's what it is. You know, if you go out there and throw three picks, you're fucked. But if you go out there and you go one one touchdown, one interception, we've got a chance. And I think that that's kind of been his mantra. Um, I don't love the Chiefs' defense whatsoever. Uh, it looks like Chris Jones is also going to be questionable. Um, I think Kadarius. Yeah, I, I think Kadarius Tony. Um, it says questionable here, but I was pretty sure that they ruled him out. Um, I mean, listen, the Texans are missing a ton of pieces too, but I, I, I just don't think that it's still enough. Um, so I, I think the fourteen here, it's going to be a, a half unit here, plus the fourteen. Just backdoor me. Let me get a backdoor. I know that's probably what you say to your wife too. Uh, at some some points. Um, but it never works. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's Christmas time and, you know, it makes me reflect on things I'm thankful for. And I'm thankful for FanDuel, uh, this time of year, cause they have, and they are the only ones that have a 14 and a half right now. It's slightly juiced minus 115, but I think the value is certainly worth it there to avoid a push on a key number. So I'm going to take the 14 and a half with the Texans yeah. at FanDuel, uh, for all the same reasons that you said, um, this Texans team is very pesky. They showed it last week against Dallas. I think they can hang in there against the Chiefs. An NFL team getting two two touchdowns is so much, and mm-hmm. um, you know I think we're gonna we're gonna capitalize on a on a bad spot here for the Chiefs. It's their third straight road trip as well, which is you know that's a rare thing in the NFL. So uh, 
may have some tired legs. It's it's a short week. Uh, the Houston's uh, Texans at least got to sleep in their own beds, um, you know, since last week. So I like the Texans here and, um, you know, grabbing that extra hook really, really pushed it over the edge for me. Yeah. So uh, we're moving into the afternoon slate here. We've got the Patriots. They are one and a half point road dogs heading to Las Vegas. The total 45 Patriots on the money line plus 102 Raiders minus 113. What are you doing? Um, so I don't, I don't really understand this. Um, add that to the list, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, we've been, I know that we've, we've kind of been waiting for the Raiders to kind of take off. Right. Ever since the beginning of the season, really, uh, we were pretty big into them. They've, they've shown up a couple games. They've, they've looked pretty decent a couple games, but this team isn't, isn't great. And I, I certainly don't, see why they should be a favorite in this game. Um, especially with the Patriots offense has been a little bit better. Um, Mac Jones has been a little bit better, uh, but the defense is tough, man. They've, they've, they've played some really tough games. Um, I, I just don't, I don't, I've, I've been fading the Patriots all year uh, at this point spread. I just don't see it though. Um I, I just don't believe in it. I, I'm going to throw um, a half unit here on the Patriots money line. I, I just think that they're the better team overall. And I just see the Raiders winning this game. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a demoralizing loss last week on national television to Baker Mayfield and the Rams. I mean, that just shows you how putrid this Raiders defense is um, just awful. And I think Bill Belichick is licking his chops uh, to get a chance to, to, you know, put up some numbers here. And, um, you know, I, I think the Patriots win this game easily, even though it's a bad travel spot, uh, you know, an East coast team traveling West, um, you know, so I, I do like the Patriots here, uh, not for a full unit. I'll take a half unit on the money line as well. Uh, plus one Oh two Fandle again. So next up, sir, uh, the Colt McCoy led Cardinals. Heading to Broncos country as a one and a half point dog. This total is a boring 36 and a half. You can have the Cardinals on the money line plus 110 or lay a dollar twenty-two with the Broncos and Brett Rippin. So what are you what are you doing in this battle of the backups? I I, I mean I I hate that this is the game that we're gonna see. Um this, you know, beginning of the season, this looked like a, a really cool game that you could circle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it was going to be the Kyler Murray and, and DeAndre Hopkins led, you know, Cardinals going to, to, to Russ and the boys who are riding. You know what I mean? This looked like a, a, a fun game to watch. And and it just turns out it's just going to be a fucking shit show. I mean, nobody's going to watch this game. Um, I, I just can't see it. I, I don't. I don't really want to put my money anywhere in this game. Um, you have to. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Rory, Rory sitting here saying high knees on the on the plane. Um, unfortunately, Rory, they're they're the home team, so they're not going to be on a plane this week. So I don't think we're going to see any any high knees by by Russ. Not to mention that he's free and half dead. Um, he had like a golf ball sized lump on his head. Did you see that thing? Yeah, yeah, man. He's <laughs> that guy. If he didn't have CTE before, like I've been saying, he's got it fucking now. So, um, but I, you know what? When it comes to this, you know, I, I look at the two backups, and and the one I trust more is Colt McCoy. Um, 
if there's a guy ever in the league, I feel like that didn't get, you know, the, the, the chance that he should have, it's Colt McCoy. And, uh, you know, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw here. I, I think I'm getting points. I, I feel good about that. It looks like one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to throw a, uh, a, a unit here, uh, getting the points for the Cardinals. Uh, same. I'm, I'm on that as well. I, I think Colt McCoy is like the ultimate professional backup quarterback. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't hate Brett Rippon. I, I think I think he's got the the tools. Uh, he was a good Boise State quarterback. There are a lot of a lot of covers in his college days, which I, I really really liked. Um, you know, but unfortunately, you know, I just I don't think that they're going to get it done here. I like the Cardinals as a dog. Um, you know, we we've seen Hollywood Brown look pretty good as a a number two threat on that team. Um, on some James Conner rushing yards overs uh, as well. Uh, I like his um, his carry number over. Um, so that just, you know, all those things combined put me on the, the Cardinals by default. So uh, I really like the Cardinals here, plus one and a half for a unit. All right. This is a good game in the afternoon. We've got the Tennessee Titans, three-point dogs, uh, taking on the Superchargers. The total is 46 and a half. Uh, the money line is the Titans plus 140 or you can have the Chargers minus 150 in some shops. Uh, what are you doing here? Well, I mean, I, I personally, I, I've been on the Titans for a lot of this year. Um, you know, you, you kind of just in these games wait for the Chargers to kind of charge it up. And it seems like all the games that they're favored, they just they don't really show up in enough. Um, it looks like Derwin James is, is doubtful. It looks like Bose is on, you know, IR, obviously. And uh, it doesn't look like Tennessee is going to be losing anybody super important. Um, and I think anytime you have Derrick Henry out there, you're, you're feeling good. Um, I know the Chargers are, are able to score, and, and, and Herbert has kind of been uh, a guy who can kind of neutralize different teams. But I think the Titans are, are trending back up a little bit after having a down couple weeks. Um, you know, they, they – they lost to Philly and Cincy, and then they played Jacksonville. They scored a little bit more. Um, they kind of got to figure out this run game, how to, you know, whether it's 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 passing, you know, just to keep that run open or whatever it may be. Um, but I expect a, a nice game out of Derrick Henry this week. And uh, I think if you're giving me three, if I can get three and a half, I feel great. But if you're giving me three, I kind of feel okay with it. Um, so I'm going to go a, a unit here on the Titans – uh, plus a three. Titans. The wrong choice for this week, because I am on the Chargers, minus the three. Love Justin Herbert. I think there's going to be a line out the door of coaches that want to, you know, coach this guy next year when, uh, you know, that entire coaching staff inevitably gets the ax uh, for underperforming. But I do like the reemergence of Keenan Allen. He is looking really good since coming back from injury. So love the Chargers here. But I like Keenan Allen's props more, catches, receiving yards, because uh, he can just do it all. And doesn't look like he's lost lost too much of a step here in his old age, getting a little long in the tooth, but he's still productive. So love the Chargers, love Keenan Allen. Next up, sir, the Bengals, three-and-a-half-point road favorites against the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers. The total is 45. You can have the Bengals on the money line, minus 185, or the Bucks 166. Man. I'm all over the Bengals here. I hope you are too. Make me feel good about it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not. Um, 
I know. I apologize. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay a few unit here on Tom Brady on the money line. Um, I, listen, the Bengals have been have been just firing on all cylinders as of late. Um, they've they've done pretty well. They've they've played good you know good competition. They've they've beaten decent teams. Um, this is a Tampa Bay Tom Brady team that has their backs against the walls. And anytime you got Tom Brady with his, uh, you know, back against the wall, I just don't, I'm not going to bet against him. Um, it's just that simple. Um, I don't care about any of the stats. I don't care about who they're playing. They could be playing the chiefs this week and I'd probably be on them. Um, they need this game to kind of get them back into this playoff scenario here. Um, they just, I mean, I know that they're they're leading their division at six and seven, but that's just because the NFC South sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Carolina and Atlanta right on your tail still. Um, I, you're six and seven, and you're you're two games from the bottom. You know what I mean? This 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 whole you know scenario just isn't good, and uh, I think that they are looking here at a scenario where if they win, they feel really, really good about the playoffs. Um, I, I think that if, if you win this game and Carolina loses this game this week, you've all but clinched. And uh, I think you're feeling really good about it. So I think that this is just one of those important games that Tom Brady needs just to kind of keep himself in that playoff picture. And uh, I think we could be seeing him in a Jets uniform next year. Okay, that's a weird take. But uh, Tampa Bay, they've covered once in their last 11 games. Uh, so this is a very, very public team, and the public continues to line up to bet on Tom Brady and his accomplishments of yesteryear. I'm not one of those guys. I'm taking Cincinnati minus the three and a half. I think this is a two-score game. Uh, T. Higgins is probably back. Tyler Boyd is back uh, to join Jamar Chase. So, you know, uh, Mr. Burrow will have a full complement of weapons there. Um, the defense is playing pretty good. The offensive line has been keeping Joe clean and, uh, Tampa Bay can't run the ball. So, um, three and a half feels like a bargain. Give me the Bengals minus the three and a half. All right. Sunday night, sir. The New York giants hit the road to take on the commanders and Taylor Heineke. Uh, the giants are five point dogs, or you can lay four and a half with the commanders. The total is 40 and a half. Uh, you can have the Giants on the money line plus 185, or you can lay $2.10 with the Commanders. What are you doing here? Well, this is just another game that we have to watch from these shit teams that tied a fucking week ago. Um, watching these two teams tie, I don't know which team should have come out on top. Um, I don't know. Realistically, it didn't look like either team really had the edge uh, in this. I think it's ridiculous that either of these guys are more than a three-point favorite in this game. So um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take the points here while they're giving it to us. I mean, it looks like five here. So I'm going to take the five with the Giants here for a unit. Easy road trip for the Giants. I mean, that's just a, a short bus ride away, um, yeah. you know, down the, down the old turnpike. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll just grab the points here too. I mean – um, it feels like a bonus. I mean, this this probably should be three, uh, but the Giants have not looked great over the last few weeks, but the Commanders haven't either. Um, Taylor Heineke, love his unders this week, passing yards, et cetera. 
Um, so I'm on the Giants. Don't like, don't love it. Uh, don't even really like it, but um, that's where I landed. So, all right, sir, the final game of the week. We can finally wrap this thing up by talking about my favorite quarterback of all time, Baker Mayfield, taking his Rams as a seven-point dog to Wisconsin to take on Aaron Rodgers and the pack. The total is 39 for a, you know, Monday game. That that sucks. Uh, the, to, uh, the money line, though, is plus 260 for the Rams. You can lay three bucks with the Packers. What are you doing? Um, I, this is going to be a, a a weird take here, um, but I'm actually on the Packers here minus a uh, seven. Um, I, I know I I think that they are a better team. Honestly, um, I don't I, I don't I don't trust Baker. We were both on him at the beginning of the year. Um, he lost my trust this year. Um, He's just – I know that they they won that game last week, but, I mean, that was a shit show game too. And uh, I just don't trust him. This Rams team has been underperforming all year. They've been really, really rough to watch. Um, as soon as Cooper Cup went down, this team's just been anemic trying to score the football. Good work. Um, thank you. And uh, the Packers the Packers still play tough football. Um you know, the, the emergence of Christian Watson has been huge. And I think it's been really, really big for Rodgers um, having a, a deep threat again, a guy that he can kind of trust a little bit. Uh, because at the beginning of the year, it was Aaron Jones and basically Alan Lazard was all he had. And teams are able to exploit that a lot more than than what they are now uh, with the Packers being able to do that. Um, but I, I think that this Rams team is just, is just fucking awful. And... I don't think it matters if you have Stafford or Baker Mayfield in there. I just don't trust this team. They haven't been good offensively. They don't keep a quarterback upright. Um, they don't run the ball overly well. Um, all those running backs out there, it, it just seems like it's a revolving door of injuries and and just bullshit that they that they throw out there running the football. So uh, I'm I'm on the Packers here minus a seven for a half unit. Um, you know, also yeah. we're looking at a primetime game here. I'm not betting against Rodgers in primetime. Well, that's the wrong answer. I'm picking the Rams in the seven. <laughs> My Baker jersey should be in this week, customized, uh, you know, because it wasn't available in the NFL shop yet. But I, I've got a Baker Mayfield uh, Rams jersey coming in. Love the Rams in this spot. Um, you know, Baker's out to, to prove something here. The Packers, you know, in, in all reality, shouldn't be laying seven points against anybody in the NFL maybe the Texans and that's the end of the list. Um, and I think this Rams team is considerably better than the Texans. Um, so I like Baker here getting the seven. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw him utilize some new weapons two two Atwell. never heard of that guy before John Hyslop put out his over, uh, in receptions and yards. And that was, you know, the first time I ever cashed with that guy. So, um, love the Rams. Ben Skoranek is relevant, I guess, in that Rams offense. Who knew another Notre Dame wide out. So, uh, just give me the Rams in the seven and I'm just going to hold my nose and, and hope for a show. So, uh, but we do have some listeners here in the, in the chat and I'm going to bring in Derek Yoder, uh, who is one of my favorite NASCAR guys in the entire universe. So let's welcome in Derek Yoder. What's happening. What's up boys. Thanks for having me on. Great show. Thanks. Thanks, hey, man. Man. thanks, for, thanks for joining in my friend. And yeah, um, our listeners can find you over at picks by blaze on Twitter you are a mainstay in the NASCAR community. You do just such good work. It's an honor to have you here, sir. 
lay it on me though. What what do you like in the NFL on on Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, so uh, and I appreciate that. So I got a couple things. Uh, I haven't really dove into Sunday yet, so kind of looking at tomorrow, uh, Saturday. So we'll start with the Colts and the Vikings. I like the Vikings bounce back. Uh, I think you know Detroit that they usually play. It's a tough game in Detroit. Get why Detroit's having so much momentum, but I like a bounce back. Um, so I like that minus three and a half number. I think, you know, I think you said it, Phil, you're a Colts fan. I am. Unfortunately, um, so, it's been a rough year. Well, that's a, it's actually not a bad thing though, from a gambling perspective. I like to hear that, you know, guys that are fans of teams, because I feel like we get different insights, uh, you know, about that team. So I like the Vikings there. Uh, love, love, love Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, the over that you mentioned. You said over 46 and a half. Yes. It's at over 49 and a half right now. So Ooh. I'm going to wait on that number just a little bit. Catch something live once that number drops. But want to throw these at you. So uh, in nine of the last 13 games, he has hit 50 or more. So that, that number has hit there. And in nine of the last 13 games, over receptions have been four or more. And each time he's done that, he's got that total. So uh, I'm going to jump on the over three and a half receptions right now at minus 109. I'm going to wait Love just that. for that number to come back so I get that number that you were talking about. Uh, two games, uh, I'll kind of close with these, but Miami Miami and Buffalo under 43. There's some weather uh, pending, so definitely something to look at. But these, got, these two teams have gone under this number, actually under 40, the last three games uh, when they played each other. And Miami – four times this year has scored 17 or less points uh, in mm. four road games. So uh, another reason why I kind of like that number short week for them as well. well yep. So, uh, and then Dallas and Jacksonville. So I'm going to go under 47 and a half there. I think Dallas is looking ahead to the Eagles. Makes sense. Jacksonville plays Thursday. Uh, I just don't see this, uh, maybe a bounce back for Dallas and regression, if you will, for Jacksonville after their dominant win. Uh, against Tennessee. So give me the under there. I think that's a good number. And then I'm going to jump on your Keenan Allen plays that you mentioned. So a little something, a little something small. Awesome. Love Please. it. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Glad to have you here. Um, the, the, it sounds like it could be a real rock fight up there in, in Buffalo, you know, just, um, you know, division rivals going at it. I really like that take on the under and, uh, kind of feel bad about laying the seven now, but who knows? Um, well, but <laughs> You never know. Could it yeah. could work out for both of us? So who knows? It could. I know Rory, it could. Picks, could. I know Rory picks does not bet the under, so he's going to hate that I said these things. He only bets the over. So there's money to be made though in those unders. So yeah, the, the under is is always good until it's not. That's I, I'm an under better. So I, yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. fun to watch. I'll tell you that no. much. It's not fun to <laughs> to sweat all the way through. But uh, still. Yeah, so I like those numbers uh, and and the comments that you guys said. Oh boy, here we go. There he three, is. Three hours. Yeah, I hope you guys have three hours of podcasting. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Hey, Rory. We are hey, still y'all. recording, so um, just wanted to know if you had any plays up your sleeve. Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of with y'all on the Jags plus four. I think think that's a scary game. It could be just like last week. One of those yeah. just. They play like crap, and then hopefully get the ball back, and win the game, and jack. Well, that's like every week, right? They, they, the Dallas just usually just plays a crap. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they play good every once in a while. All right, yeah. boys. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think that I think that 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 Doug Peterson, the fact that he is a guy who's seen them twice a year for multiple years in Philly. I mean, the team point. hasn't. 
the team hasn't you know undergone a, a ton of changes since he was head coach in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? So I mean Pollard's had a little bit of emergence. There's there's no Mari Cooper, but he saw CD. He saw you know Michael Gallup. He saw Zeke. He still saw Pollard. He knows that offensive line. He knows the defense. They haven't brought in anybody that's you know going to you know, manipulate this team in a different area than, than Doug has seen, you know, six times in his career. So I think that that's a really, really big thing here that, that, and Dallas doesn't see Jacksonville. So it's going to be a a really big difference here. Yeah. I think that's a big, a big thing coming in is he, he is a little used to their system playing out of the NFC. So I like the Vikings. Yeah. Um, Looks like a consensus among the, the Brady Bunch well, is that's a scary. Here, you know, uh, that's scary. If we're all on it. So I think the Bill, I think the Bills beat the shit out of the Dolphins. Man, I'm alone in this Dolphins world. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, Joel McDermott's a psychopath. We we know it. That's and true. It, you know, that's it, true. You don't want to find him. You know, in a in a bar fight. That's not the guy. Yeah. That's not the guy. So, all right, man. Let's let's wrap this thing up. Derek, do you have any any more uh, plays for the folks? Or are you uh, are you um, <laughs> You know, do we have to just wait for it on Twitter? Yeah, uh, I don't have anything right now. I mean, I like I said, I I was just trying to build my card for Saturday before I look at Sunday. Sure. So, um, other than that Dallas Jacksonville play, which after what you said, Kyle, makes me feel a lot better about that because Peterson yeah. does know that team, you know, from being in the yes. division not long ago. So, uh, no, right now those are all the plays. I'll put the rest out on uh, Twitter and Action Network. Awesome, Rory. Anything from you, my friend? Oh, nothing. I feel well. I'll see you in the morning. You come on. All will. right. Yeah. I'm a busy man. I also, I like that Giants plus five. Might as well. Might as well. I if they're mean, giving the points that, out, we should take them. I'm like y'all on that. That should have been three. I don't know where the hell they come up with five from. So I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it all day. Absolutely. Sounds good. <laughs> Kyle, take us home, brother. Yeah, well, I, I just want to add one small little play in there with you guys, kind of piggybacking off this Chargers thing. I know I'm on the Titans, but um, there is one other that I that I do like, and it's it's anytime touchdown Mike Williams. Um, I, I I think that Williams is the type of guy on on these these Titans who, with the emergence reemergence, if you will, of uh, of 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 your your golden oldie over there, Phil. Um, I, I think. You know, this team's going to have to uh, – this Titans team's going to have to kind of pull up a little bit because the route running that Keenan Allen brings is is ridiculous. And they have an emerging wide receiver in Palmer as well out there now. And this is a guy Gosh. who can kind of do – yeah, who can kind of do it all. Um, you know, the combination of that and Eckler down low, I feel like at least once a game, Mike Williams gets deep. And has the ability to score. Um, I'm almost always throwing an anytime touchdown for Williams when he's on the field because not only is he fast and enormous of a human being, but he can go up there and get the balls too. And I think that this is going to be a perfect spot for an anytime touchdown for Mike Williams as well. Over awesome. in that game. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you know, we got a lot no of doubt. Over. Yeah. Cool. Kyle, take us home, brother. Yeah, that's it. Um, I want to thank everybody. I, I want to thank Derek and, and Rory for coming on and, and throwing a few extra picks our way. Um, everybody, I'm I'm really excited. I know we're going to kind of move into a, another one here with our with our college bowl game picks. But uh, you know, for everybody who, who listened in for the live show, I know we want to do some more of these. 
um, check out the book club. If you can, if you have an opportunity, you know, come on over. There's a, a three day free trial. And then, uh, what is it? 35 a month now? 25, 25 a month. So 25 a month. Wow. We're, we're just giving this away. Um, 25 a month. You come in there, you get all these picks, you get the extra ones that we put out there, the, the live picks, things like that. Um, and other than that, you know, adios muchachos. Under no circumstances, may the owner offer 